Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spirit Talk Radio. My name is Angel and I am your host. I would like to extend to you this invitation to join me today on a journey of exploration, discovery, and clarity with one of the many guests from the community who is committed to helping us all on our journey of spiritual transformation. Enjoy the show and be prepared to ask questions if you have them. Looking forward to seeing you today, tomorrow, and thereafter. Enjoy. Oh gosh, hello and good evening everyone here. This is Angel, your host here at New Age Spirit Radio. I'm so excited. Tuesday night's my favorite night. I get to speak to so many different people from the community. And these past month, I've been talking to so many interesting people. And today's guest is no less interesting. Today's guest is Lisa. Is that Najar, right? Yes. Yes. Lisa Najar, who's coming to us. I'm so excited about your story because you are a psychic medium, international psychic medium and speaker. Um, but you started your career as a court reporter, yeah. and I and I love that. And I like we got to talk about that. And, and it says in your bio that you are now reporting for a higher court, <laughs> the, the true Supreme Court. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. No judgment, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and so I I think what I love, you know, we have so much to talk about. So. And she's going to be talking to people. If, you, if you're interested in asking questions, hang in there. She will do that. But I think you're like the perfect guest right now because so many people in the period of time we're in right now have walked away from one career to step into the light, so to speak. And you are an example of that, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And what – what caused you to go from having that very kind of traditional nine to five to doing what you do now? I have to blame it all on Walt Disney. That's what I have to say. <laughs> because if it wasn't for Walt Disney coming to ask me to do that, I mean, I was always a psychic medium, but I only ever did it for friends and family. I didn't want to get out there and be doing that. I was happy being a court reporter, living, you know, where I was living and just, being a single mom and, and all of that. And um, Walt Disney came to me and he asked me to, to do a book, to, to write a book. And I said, I don't write, so I don't know why you'd come to me. And I don't do this for a living. And he said, well, you take dictation, don't you? And I said, yeah, very well, actually. And he said, well, that's all you have to do. We are going to channel it and you just be the scribe. So I said, Okay, that sounds a bit better, but no, still no. And it wasn't until Easter of 20, Good Friday actually, uh, Good Friday of 2015, when he, along with George Harrison and um, Mar- um, Abraham Lincoln, came to me and they, uh, they said, now your son's off in university, will you do this for us? We have, a, we have, we have things to say and we want you to be the one to, to scribe for us and I said okay but I'm still not a writer I don't know and I don't you know (laughs) and so that's how it all began and 
once that happened, then uh, David Pramal, who's a chant artist, uh, and unbeknownst to me, her favorite topic was um, the beyond. And uh, so she, uh, George Harrison had commented in the book about her music. And same with Mark Twain. So I wrote her to say, commented on your on your music and they loved it can I send you a book and she said well yeah and so I did send her one and she really loved it and she um ended up promoting it on all of her concert dates and tours and and so much and then of course I I got so many requests to to do you know readings that well here I am and this is what I do now full-time reading teaching healing that sort of thing I love it and you know excuse me I had to drink some water there being that uh, a medium myself, I, I, I'm taking such pleasure listening to you talk because you're, you're engaging with these beings and you're talking about them like they're sitting right next to you. You're like, George Harrison came over. And then I'm like, this is so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's, you know, you know, I asked once, I said, why me? I could care less about celebrities. I mean, I could care less. I don't think you could find somebody uh, or you, I, I think it'd be tough to find somebody that cared less about celebrities. I knew nothing about them, <laughs> who was dead, who wasn't, what they did, what they, I, I couldn't care less. To this day, I couldn't care less. And they said, that's precisely why we picked you. If it was anyone else, their ego and all that nonsense would get in the way. You could care less. You think of us as just like you. I said, yep, you know that. And they said, well, you're the one we want then because we want somebody that's got that attitude that, um, that won't think differently and and will not let any of that you know get in the way of and I said okay well all right I'm I guess in that sense I'm your gal and that's kind of the relationship we forged and we we are like friends George comes still to me uh well he hasn't for a little bit June 2020 I believe and maybe maybe in one other time in June uh 2020 and then um, usually on his, I didn't even know it was his death anniversary, but he would just pop in. I'd be, I, was, I remember once watching a movie and he pops in. And I said, what, what, what do you hear? What is going on? And he said, that's when he told me it was in 2019 in November. And he said, the world is a changing. And he started telling me what's going to happen coming up. So that we, we forged a more intimate friendship in that sense. Uh, and I consider him and, and Paul Newman and so many of them just my friends now. And even Michael Jackson, just my friend. Mm. Because they come Paul to me and Newman talk and to Michael me. Michael Jackson. Cool. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So let's yeah. just cut to the nitty-gritty here. So your book, Dying to Tell You, Talent Messages from the Famously Dead, um, it, 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 I, I'm imagining, my little imagination is sitting here. You're like in the kitchen making cookies, and like Paul Newman walks in with uh, Jerry Garcia, and they're like, hey, man, what's up? And you sit and have a conversation with them, and they're giving you messages, or they tell, what, are, what kinds of, of messages do they give you, um, and, and how do you sleep at night? Because I'd want to know more, right? You're like, don't stop talking. I'd want more. How, how do you control all of this stuff? I know it's two questions. Well, they're great questions. And um, <laughs> I will say that, um, well, uh, I'm, I'm embarrassed almost to say that a lot of the times 
they I shushed them away, and I would have to interrupt because I would end up doing these sessions, these channeling sessions, late, late, late at night. And I'm a night owl anyway, but this would get really late, and sometimes I'd have a headache or I'd just be really tired, and I'd say, Paul, we've got to stop. You know, can we pick this up at tomorrow? And, uh, and, you know, my friends of mine would laugh and say, oh, my gosh, you're, 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 you're telling them to go away? I said, yes, <laughs> yes. And I, I, I really was doing that. It's, it's kind of embarrassing to say that now, but it was a bit of a nuisance. But what they did is, see, when I do regular channeling, um, I don't just go to the grocery store and look at a person and I see something for them. It, that has never happened. Um, I generally, I'm in a session, we do it, it's over. And I'm a psychic and a medium and a healer as well. So, so it's a whole combo of things. But with this, it was very unique, never before and never since have I done a reading like that. What they would do is, I guess it was a gatekeeper or something, would come forward. They would actually open like a curtain and then the person would step through and I'd be like, this is really interesting. And then... When uh, either it would be finished when they said what they were saying and that was over, or I was finished because I'm 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 tired and I'm going to bed. Um, either or the curtain would close and and it was really like that. And for normal channeling that I do, no, not at all. I mean the masters come to me all the time, master energies and and channel through me all kinds of now world messages and such. But they they don't open the curtain. It's not like so formal like that. That was so unique, and so I always knew that it, it was the case that, oh, they want to talk now, and I would be sitting <laughs> at my computer, and I would just put my hands, or actually, I started with a pen and paper, but then I moved to the computer, but either or, I just had the pen there or the, my fingers on the computer, and they would channel through me, and they would impress on my mind what they wanted to say, and then sometimes I'd smell, like Paul Newman, I would smell cigarettes, so I knew it was him. And I feel like crying. I knew, oh, Paul's here again. Um, so sometimes it would be through that. But most, and sometimes I saw them. But mostly I, I just, it's knowing and feeling and, and all of that. And um, then if I got the, the message wrong in some way, they would say, no, 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 that's not quite it. And they, I mean, it was my words, but they had to approve the gist, you know, that is that what they're trying to say? And I they would correct me and correct me until we had it quite right, you know, and it was very formal, very different than usual. Wow. So before I go into my next question, because I'm dying to ask a couple of questions, we do have a caller that's very excited to talk to you. So I thought I'd give her an opportunity, but before we get her on there or him, um, what do you ask people to be prepared or to come to you with so that you can give them. So for this caller, for example, do you, do you want them to ask a question or do you like when people come to you with an open soul and just say, give it to me? Like what, what is your favorite way to, to kind of engage with someone as a, as a, as a client? Uh, well, it depends if they're, if they're coming with a mess, like they want a message. Um, that's different. And then I say, just, show up <laughs> just show up yeah. <laughs> if it's a question then just have a question in mind of course um but it's because with these calls on on shows like this it's a little takes me a little more time to do mediumship so i prefer not to bring in deceased loved ones because that takes time and it's a back and it forth does. and it's 
Yeah. Oh, does you know? Does he have this and, and this? And there's all this questioning. So, I a psychic messages are a little easier to give quickly. Or, hey, okay. I'm thinking of moving. Do you get a good feeling about it? That's a lot easier to do on a call. That's all. But in my private right. sessions, of course, it's it's all of that. We do all of it. <laughs> a feeling you're very fun in your sessions, Lisa. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, we have a caller. Good evening. Who are we speaking to this evening? Uh, are you there? Hello? I think yes. I, hello. I, I okay. I think it might be me. okay. Yeah. We can hear you. We can hear you. Who who are we speaking to today? Hi. Thanks so much for taking my call. My name is Allison. Hi, Allison. Well, you're on with Lisa. What's your question for Lisa tonight? Hi, Lisa. I listened to the archives, so I had a good sense of um, who you are, and nice to meet you. And uh, thanks for explaining how you like to handle the phone calls. Um, since uh, this is the mediumship is out, uh, I, can I just ask what? Uh, just uh, do I need a specific area of of a psychic question? Or can I, well, or do you prefer, yes. Yeah. yeah, if, if, if we have, you know, if we have only a couple minutes, it really helps to, to, to pinpoint that. So I can go to what okay. you want to know, because otherwise I'm just giving you, and I can, I can give you just anything that I get. Um, I don't know how much time we have actually, so maybe we should ask, but, but, but welcome. And I'm glad you're there. And it's not that mediumship is out. If somebody is in, you know, I'm feeling they're here and they want to say something quickly, then so be it. Of course, I'll deliver the message, but it doesn't always mm. just happen that fast is all I'm saying. That's all. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you know, I'm tempted to, to just uh, let you um, have all a, right. have, you know, have, have a free ride, so to speak. All right. Well, I'm just going to quickly just tune into you and get a, get a little, uh, Quickie yeah. little reading for you. How about that? Let's that's see what I get for Allison. What fine. do we, yeah. we want to tell Allison today? Allison, I feel like there's something about your mother here. Now, uh, is your mom a, a, a alive or deceased? Uh, she's on the other side, yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. I don't feel her here, so it's not that she's here. Like, when they come to me, I know they're here. I can feel them. Actually, they play with my hair. That's how I know. And nobody is playing <laughs> with my hair at this moment. So... But I can feel your mother, and I feel there's something. Uh, I'm feeling her 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 presence, and um, so let me just see why and what that's about. Um, so I do feel, again, she's not here, so I won't say it's technically mediumship, but she is somehow giving getting a message to me that is saying to me that you are to keep going. So I don't know what is going on in your world right now that you're feeling like maybe giving up on something or someone. Um, but she's saying just keep going. It's always darkest before the dawn and that there is the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's important that you stay strong and don't lose faith. Faith is very important. And um, with your belief, you can create situations the way you would like to have them. But you ha- you can't waver and you can't let fear come up into your uh, beingness and, and, and get into your mind because that will literally pull you down tremendously. So she says that you can have a good outcome with whatever it is you're thinking about or this is going on in your world. Um, just first ask yourself, 
you know, how can I get out of any of the fear around it and just go forward either which way, because it will turn out better than you think, whatever this decision is or whatever it is you're thinking of doing. Um, So go forward, go forward, go forward is what the message that's coming to me around that. Um, Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, I feel, um, do you have a son? Uh, yes. Because there's something about your, your son. Um, now, do you have more than one son? Because they're only showing me one. No. Do you have more than one? Okay. No. Because otherwise I'd have to go through and find out which son it was. Right. But okay, so your son. Uh-huh. So they're telling me with your son. Um, this isn't your mother now. This is just spirit. Just I just say a catch-all. You know, whatever. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I, you know I've been doing this now a number of years, and I'm just like, you know, to my other psychic friends, where are we getting our information, really? Who's gift? You know, I just say it's coming. It's just there. Okay, so um, with your son, tell you he's going through something internal and personal, and he, I don't know that he's reached out to you about it, and if he has, I want to say there's not much you can do to help him out. He's got he's going to go through something. It feels like a little crisis of his own and internally though, um, and mm-hmm. something, something in his personal world is going on. And uh, but anyways, he's going to come through and he's going to do it. And there's not much you can do to help him uh, other than just you know be a mom, be supportive, and offer what you can when you can, how you feel to do that, but not overdo it. Well, I want to stop you right there, because we have we are 100% estranged. We have no relationship at all, so I, there's just no contact okay, at all. Well, well, this is, this is just a okay. very delicate issue, and okay. you know, I, I have no idea about any of his life. So. Okay, then I, then I uh-huh. won't matter. It won't matter what he's going through. Then, then you don't have, I don't have to yeah. ask you to not do too much. How about that? It's perfect. That is definitely um, the case. Okay, <laughs> I can't do well, anything. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, whatever's going on in your own world, let's just um, go back to your mom's message then, and that is whatever's going on, just keep going, keep going, keep going, have faith. Everything's going to turn out well, whatever it means. And, uh, can I, can I ask for a little bit? Can I, can I ask for, just for a little bit of clarity? Um, that doesn't sound like my mother. Um, that sounds more like either my grandmother uh, my mother's mother, or uh, even possibly my—it sounds more in the spirit of something my father would say. He's not here either, but I, I'm really wondering if you really are getting my grandmother, because because that sounds a lot more like something she would uh, like like she would tune into and say, and she's she's more watching over me than um, probably any family member on the other side, to be honest. And we were not that close, by the way. She was just the grandmother that I knew growing up. So she was not a confidant or a friend or anything like that. So I just kind of wanted to check in because because I feel that, that it's not my mother, that it's possibly her mother. Well, that that is – I can't tell you too much about that because – she isn't here. Okay. I don't actually feel her. If she was here, I would then describe her for you, and you would we would know who she is. But she isn't here. I just I I heard mother, 
I heard oh, okay. mother, message, mother message okay. and then the message. It's okay. like the message. Okay. So if, if you feel that that's coming from your grandma, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because the message is the okay. message. And I feel like okay. you should pay attention to that message because it's a positive one and it's good for you. Yeah. And, um, right. and just know that things are going to work out better than you think, whatever's going on. And, okay. Or if it, in the future, if there's a decision you get faced with, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted that. Right. Okay. That was awesome. Thank okay. you so much for for, for, for joining Thank us tonight. Thank you. Enjoy, Thank enjoy. You. So, you know, as a medium, um, there's a lot of, of conversation. And one of the things I'm glad that you said, Lisa, is like it is difficult for mediumship readings on the radio. Um, it's not as easy as, as, as people think it is. And so um, when you get the, the different messages from different family members and such, um, how do you um, normally, you know, make it clear, evidential is what everybody says, for your client in person versus, you know, this conversation that we have on the radio? Um. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm no. I wasn't trained to be an evidential medium. Uh, a lot of them are. I'm, I'm not. And, they, and here's the thing: there's different styles of mediumship, and some I have many medium friends, and they'll take out of a 15-minute reading, 13 minutes to describe the person, and two minutes for the for the message. Right, I'm the opposite. right, right. I'm the opposite because to me, and and actually, spirit told me, Lisa, you're very different than other mediums. You go to the soul of the matter. You're kind of almost like a spiritual uh, a counselor with the deceased, and you, you heal family issues and things like this through your work. And to me, that's the, the soul work is the most important. So I give them what, like I, this morning I did a reading for a gal, and, um, and I brought forward her, um, her beloved boyfriend that had just passed a month ago. And, uh, you know, whatever I do say, I'm in a trance, so I don't know exactly what I say, but she knew full well it was him. And uh, so, I mean, I described, you know, his age or how, you know, some different things about him, sometimes things that he would have said and the ways he is. And, and But I don't go and spend a whole pile of time on it because I feel like the healing is the people, my clients seem to, at the end of the day, feel that the, the message was right, the healing was profound, and that that's what they needed. And I guess that's how I work. And Spirit told me, keep doing it the way you do it, because it's different from other mediums, for sure. But the way you're doing it, you're getting to the heart of the matter, and, and you're to be doing it that way. You're a soul healer. That's what you are. And I said, well, I, I love, love doing the soul healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love that. I love really that. important. Yeah, and we have so many questions right now. So there's so much happening. And, you know, for me, I wanted to go back to something that, that you had said, I wrote it down here, what does it say here, that George Harrison gave you a, a message one night talking about this is what's about to happen in the world. I want to hear about that because I want to hear how one of the Beatles came to you to tell you about we, we need to prepare for change and what is this change we need to prepare for? Well, yeah, it, it wasn't only him. I mean, he came in uh, November of 2019 to tell me that the world would be ex- night and day different, uh, you know, a year from then. And he, uh, and then, um, and then in 2019, Lord Shiva came to me 
Uh, I was doing a private session with Deva, actually, and my first true world message came. And Lord Shiva told me that a man-made warlike thing was coming to this planet, and it would turn the entire world upside down. Of course, my first thought was, oh, my goodness, that's a nuclear bomb. But it actually was the bioweapon called COVID. And um, so that came, and and he went on to say what it's going to do and what it's going to look like. And that what we thought possible would become impossible, impossible, possible. He said, expect the unexpected. Um, He went on to say that, oh, it was such, I just finished doing a what's next class uh, that's still available on my website for viewing, but it's called what's next. And I go over all, all of what I got because that was my first true, true world message. Uh, Other than I got one in 2018 January um, and then, then Lord Shiva and then Gaia, actually Gaia came through in January of 2020 and said, you know, look at Australia, the fire's going on right now. Everyone will point to Australia and say that this was kind of where it all went downhill from there. And that this is the final, what they basically in a nutshell told me, is that this is the final battle of light and dark. And that um, oh, wow. is kind of what you could call the last act, if you will. And But they said not to get thinking, oh, oh, it's a punishment or it's the end of the world. And it's really more about people have... Um, taken God out of everything. In fact, God, or source, call it creator, whatever, literally just gave me a message on March 2nd for my group, for my what's next class, because I wanted a message for them, a new a new message. And, and source came to me very profoundly and said, everyone's trying to take God, God out of everything. And if you take God out of something, God is life. Yeah. And if, you, and if you remove God, you have removed life. So it's that it's like the people are very foolish if they think that they can do this. And so it was very solemn. And I sort of taught a class just yesterday, or just on Sunday rather, um, about how to connect deeper with Creator Source, because we really, a lot of us have, you know, you know, we get busy with material and life and things, and we are, you know. But he said if we put Creator first and then all else flows behind it, our lives would be ordered, and therefore the world would become ordered. And this way, we're in disorder because we put God, if anything, you know, often middle or last, and some yeah. don't put him at all. The, the, the lights have gone out, that, that truth light, the love light, the God light has gone out in people. And so he said, even though you're in fear, there's a lot, a lot of fear. But he said, if there's a catastrophe in the world or something like this, if the people could somehow quickly rise up out of the fear in that moment, and he says, I know that's asking a lot, but if they could, and they came together, and they immediately got into what he called right think, and they started co- connecting to their creator source, he said it would, be, it would be healed instantly, like there'd be healing. And it was kind of, it's just a profound message. So I've gotten a lot of messages over this past couple of years, and they're about um, prepare, you know, for what's coming and really preparing hearts and minds. I, I feel personally, I didn't, I wasn't told this, but I feel personally that we're in that, well, we are in this ascension time and that this is the, the shift. We're in that shift, just exactly what many of us have known for eons is that is coming, right? And the Hopi, Hopi have known for eons. I mean, the Egyptians, the ancient Mayans, they've all prophesied this time and we're in it now. 
So they said it's really about bringing more light onto the planet, and it's about that we've turned more, I guess, secular or materialistic or we've just thought we could do it all without without God. And we can't, he said. We can't. No, we won't. You can't. You touched on one of my favorite subjects. You talk about ascension. And um, we are deep in the in the crook of 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 the channel breaking into the shift right now and everybody's feeling it even people that are not quote unquote spiritually aware are are feeling it you can see it when you look at television and what's going on um what what are you how what do you have for people in terms of preparing for this shift you know, that's such a great question. When I when I got the first message in twenty eighteen, um and then and then Shiva came in in the twenty nineteen December, um, uh he said, Get your houses in order. And um they he they explained what that meant. What does it mean to get your house in order? And uh and so I literally have taught a class and it's it is available on my website, but it's, 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 it's get your house in order, two parts, because um, it's about getting right with things. I mean, finding your God center again, um, doing the things you love that you're too scared to do, um, you know, making right your relationships. Jesus has come to me twice, two, two Easter's, uh, Easter Sundays in a row, once in 2020 and once in 2021. Well, he's come to me many times, but those two times to speak specifically about forgiveness, he said there will be revelations coming that we will we will we will just not be able to forgive people for whatever that they have done or whatever, and um, but they must forgive. And he talked about that I must teach forgiveness. It's very very important. So things like forgiveness, things like get your relationship and attachments right with money, with 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 others, with your you know work on yourself, do the inner work because as each person does their inner work, all that inner work that we do um you literally raise your frequency as i know you know and then when you raise your frequency you have helped the world much much more than going out and and doing say volunteer work not that that's not good actually if you raise your own frequency by clearing your own dark places you know your own heal your own things and resolve your own issues and patterns and whatnot negative patterns and, and prob, you know, uh, emotions and such, that is the way that you bring the world to more light. And um, if everyone did that, as Shiva said, this world, the whole thing, everything you're about to go through, it would be alleviated in one, one moment, a split second. And, and just one last thing is, um, just for those of the viewers, uh, the listeners, um, Jesus has come many times. Uh, for various reasons over the years, but uh, he was very interesting. I had a reading in May of last year, and it was a young fellow from San Diego, I think, or somewhere like that. And um, in the middle of the reading, I said, I see Hilarion here. Or sorry, I see St. Paul. And then I see Hilarion in back of him. And then I see the Great White Brotherhood in back of them, uh, him. And I said, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm being told that you're St. Paul, oh, a, a, you know, a version of St. Paul, and that you will walk with Christ again. And um, it was very profound, and there was much more to it than that. 
then about two weeks later, I was reading a woman and she asked me to tune in to her kids. And one was a 13 year old boy. I think he was 13. And I said, he was one of the apostles, the older brothers of one of the sets of apostles. And he's being set aside because he's going to walk with Christ. And I said, actually, because Jesus is here, let me ask him. I said, Jesus, I've got you on the line. While I've got you on the line, are you in physical body right now? And he said, yes, I am. And I said, like, like in a body, like I could see you, not as Christ consciousness, but an actual body. He said, yes, I am. And I said, where? And he said, um, he showed me golden-skinned people. And I think at that moment I was so excited to think that he was here that I, 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 can't, I can't exactly tell you exact place. But it was golden-skinned people. I saw him somewhere like that, like with golden-skinned people. Anyways, I wow. um, And then since then he has said to me personally, he's come on New Year, or Christmas Eve, and he asked me to pray for the world, um, that their God lights were turned on. He said to pray for 30, 31 days of January for 30 minutes each day that their lights would be turned back on. Um, and uh, he, I, I asked him again, are, are you here? Are you for sure here? He said, yes, Lisa. Yes, I'm here. So he's here. And you know what? He's not here for nothing. It, you yes. know, this is pretty big. We're, what we're going through, is it's huge. And Students, when I'm teaching a class, we're all here on purpose. We did not have to come here. We chose to come for this very dramatic, exciting time, and it's a big time in the cosmos. So, yeah, and you know, I I, I talk a lot about that. That's that's part of a big area of of, of interest for me is this is this shift and this how powerful this time is, and a lot of times. This is how I describe it. You know, the most fun I ever had when I was a kid is getting on roller coasters. And you have that anticipation going up slowly, tick, 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 tick. And that first drop, and it's scary as heck. And then the rest of the ride comes in, and it's amazing. And it feels like yeah. that's where we are. We're in that drop just before the rest of the – because everything looks so scary. But it's like just it's part scary. of the re- – but it's not we're not we're not going to hell in a handbasket, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I don't feel that. You know, they've <laughs> never said they've never said what's coming in terms of, you know, like what exactly. Although Mary Magdalene and uh who was it? Maybe it was the two Mary. It was in about June or something of last year. I was teaching my intuitive IQ class, I think, or something, and they came in. I I just forget. I've got so many channelings now, but but anyways they said that Something was going to happen, um, and it would be unex- uh, how did they put it? Something that's going to happen that will be unprecedented, that will leave us in shock and awe, and then there would be like something. It felt like a release of a pressure valve, like where you're you choked and you can't breathe, and then suddenly, boom, you can breathe. And, oh my and gosh! I said to, yeah, and I said though to my actually it was with Deva. Now, because I said, Deva, it feels like it's, a, you know, the way a volcano would feel. However, this feels like a good release. It's this big release. And then she said, they said, the lady said, and when that happened, and this echoed what George Harrison said to me in June. He said to me and Deva in June of 2020, 
he said there's um, both of them now. So this is in 2020, June, and then the ladies came in 2021, May, June-ish, and they said there's going to be this big thing that happens that will be man-made. Man-made. It feels like man-made weather. I don't know, but man-made, and that when it happens, the people will go back to old-fashioned living, right living. And so I thought, huh? I mean, that sounds interesting. And they said it will be right living. And then from there, it will go up, up, up from there to the end, whatever that means. So it feels like there's an event that's going to happen that is unprecedented, will leave us in shock and awe, that will, they said it's not going to be easy. This is not a fun. It's like giving birth is never pleasant, but you go through it. And they said it's nothing you haven't been through before, though, but this time you will triumph and that um, you will go back to right living again, simple right living where people come together like an old-fashioned barn building, and they will help one another. And that's even though they said the powers that be, they won't expect that that's going to happen. They will intend another outcome, but it will not be what they think. So it will, the people will come together finally and work together in unity. So that's, it sounds that's a, hopeful. That's a great message. That's a very hopeful yeah. message. That yeah. is. Do you ever um, just have fun conversations? You know, is it always like a an epic discussion about <laughs> you know stuff that's happened? Or do you ever just like, oh my God, it's Paul Newman. I'm dying to ask you about. You know, do you ever just have fun conversations? Yeah. Well, in the book, they came to talk about uh, life after death and where they were, and what they learned since crossing over, uh, what they wish they had known if they had, had, if they had known what they knew now, they want to tell us what they would have done differently in their life as a, mm. as a um, famous person. And so that's the focus of, their book, uh, of the book. And then, I mean, Michael Jackson came in and gave me personal messages just for my life. So did George. Um, so does Mother Mary and Jesus and all of them. They, they come in a, a fair bit, uh, you know, told me about my apartment and that I'd be getting this apartment and, and about, you know, maybe love coming and this and that. So, heck yeah. Heck yeah. I ask those things. Um, because, listen, I'm human and it's fun. And I never asked for a world message. And I, in fact, hold spirit. When this all began, I said, look, this is before any world messages. I said, if you ever show me anything negative, I will quit. I will not do this job. And so they never right. did, and that's why I don't, get, I don't see sickness and death, and, and I don't want to. Um, but uh, when they came that first time, I, I thought, whoa, why, why would you give me this? And um, it was, but I think they really wanted me to, to prepare and also to help others because they'd be very confused and very, and as you said, people are in tremendous anxiety right now, tremendous yeah. Yeah. And I can help them a little bit, I think, with just knowing that they're not alone and that we can call on the angels, call on our masters, call on the teachers and Jesus and Mary and all the beloveds and our, you know, our all the ascended masters and, and angels, right? And our own spirit guides. Yes. Um, right? Yes, yes, yes. And and you talked about, um, what did you say here? You, you talked about... I think you're talking about teaching classes and opening intuition and stuff like that. So you're not just um, helping people with messages. You're helping people learn to tap into 
to get the messages for themselves or for other people. You're, you're kind of, you're on both sides of it, the, the, the practitioner and the teacher. Yeah, because we're all intuitive, like literally every one of us. I mean, I started, oh, no, I don't have that. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, you do. First exercise. First exercise. A friend of mine and Ma and myself taught a, a retreat. We did a retreat in Sedona a number of years ago. And these people were all just beginners, you know. We did this first exercise where we had to hold hands and tune in to each other and, and tune in to the house, you know, the front door of our home. Now, these people don't know each other. Out of 22 people, so 10 pairs, they all got the house. They all got the, the hedge, the step, the, the door, the uh, wow. foyer of the, of the house they walked into. It was shocking even to me. These are people, and now since I've done more and more of those classes, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, people are, we're all intuitive, whether we know it or not. And all I do is do the things that I needed back in the day, and that's just, well, I know I have the gift, but now I need to get the confidence and a bit of practice on peers that you don't know because you can't really read your family very well. You know them too well, and you're invested yes. in the answers, right? Yes. And then, so as a teacher, you know, as a, as a person that's here helping to um, turn on people's God, God light, you called it. Talk to me about that. What is, what is a, what is my God light? Well, you know, I think that, you know, they've explained to me that we all have these desires and these dreams. And, and in fact, I think it was Jesus that said we had, we had these dreams, you know, uh, but we have two kinds of dreams. We have the, the dream of the human, and that's very real, and we come here to experience that. But we also have a deep soul dream, every one of us. And that deep yeah. soul dream is to be in unity and it, with, with the God of us, the, the God of us, you know, that, that part of us that we know is there. We, that's why we've been seeking that forevermore. And um, so, so basically it's time to focus on that, that part of us. And Source said the other day, it doesn't mean you don't have a family and a career and all those things. Yes, you do. But the people whose lives are the most ordered, the most peaceful and flowy and magical are the ones who usually put God first. Or they're whatever they call God. You know, some people get triggered by that word, but I like it. You know, I was raised Catholic. I like my God. I like God. But call it source. Call it all, the all that is because, you know, it's all of that and more. And um, we all have it. So just really go into that quiet center and, 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 and connect, find ways to connect. But our crazy, busy world has taken us into, as you know, cities and devices and distraction and we have no attention span and we never connect with our deep inner self anymore which is our god self and they're urging us in fact from the first message in 2018 right through till now they are still saying the same thing and that is get your house in order because and what is that connect with your the higher parts of you um it's not a time right now to be frittering away your time on nothingness and and bad feelings about things and and especially fear and about and it's real hard to talk to people as as we all know i i get stuck in it you know fear is it creeps up and it hits you and you i was feeling fearful last night just thinking about the state of the world you know and but we have to really as quickly as we can as often as we can say you know what 
faith. I'm just going to believe that there is something beyond this and there's something greater going on and that I chose intentionally to be on this planet at this time and I'm in good hands. I, I have, God is there. God is good. God, God is, lar- you know, um, in charge and large, you know, as some people say. So, yeah. <laughs> so the message here for you is that, you know, I'm hearing a lot about focusing on love. It's much more important than focusing on the tangible things that we think we want. Deep down in your soul, there's something deeper. That that's kind of what I heard. And if everybody thought, if everybody was in that space, what kind of world would we live in? From what you're being shown and, and guided. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's funny. You're making me think of this. Kyle Cease, um, a great comedian turned motivational uh, speaker person. Um, he's just so fun and so lovely. And he did a talk at the Agape Center in L.A a number of years ago, and um, I actually use it sometimes, a clip of him at that talk in, in some of my classes, because there's this one part in one of his, I think the, the first sermon that he did, or the first uh, whatever um, service that they did, um, where he said, you know, if you start your day with, well, he does it for two hours, but if you start your day with some meditation, and all those things you thought you had to do, like, you know, and he says it's so funny. I mean, he's so funny, but he's saying, you know, you think you got to call this person. I've got to do this. I've got to do this. He <laughs> says, I go into the, to the quiet space for two hours. He does, but for any length of time. And all of a sudden he goes, I don't have to call any of them. I don't have to call. He says, just listen to deep down, go into deep down and live from deep down. And if, and that's a good way to put it on a very human level. You know, you can say connect with God, but we think, oh, that's way far away. No, but connect with the deep down, and the deep down is your, your true center. What are you really feeling and wanting? And what do you really love? And what, what would you really do if you could do anything? And often it's not at all what we're doing and, and saying and thinking. And, you know, so that's beautiful. It looks like we have another caller. I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk to at least one more person as our time is slowly coming to an end here. Let me see here. Good evening. You're on the air. You would like to ask a question of our guest today? Oh, okay. I just tuned in, so I'm not sure. Okay. You just had your – yeah, she's taking calls, but you had your hand up, so – I thought you wanted you, to, to ask a question. Is she, is she taking psychic calls? If you have a question, yep. she'll answer your question, absolutely. Oh, okay. Um, my uh, adult child just recently got back in touch with uh, the family of origin, which is my family of origin. Um, do you see any repercussions with that it's a, the family of origin is very toxic yeah well the first thing I see is that your son um, is a sensitive person he's actually quite sensitive I think he's very empathic um, now a lot of guys maybe don't talk about that or he wouldn't acknowledge that or maybe even notice it in himself but I'm, I'm seeing a very empathic person so given that he is no matter how he presents, he's very empathic. And, um, you know, I think I would suggest to him that he would be open to hearing it. 
Um, I would suggest to him that he he does this in small doses and that he um, um, bring his, his true authentic self to the table and be who he is, truly be who he is in that environment. And then when he leaves, but don't, don't, I, I wouldn't say he should be mingling too very often or for very long periods of time because he's super sensitive. And I think some of that stuff might get in on him. And so it's not the healthiest thing. And yet it's quite empowering if he brings his authentic self and says, this is who I am and take it or leave it. If he can come at that, the, 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 them this way, I think that's going to do a great service to him and his sense of self. I think there's something about it that will really buoy him up, up to the next level of, I don't know, his, I guess, personal self-worth or something like this. So that's what I'm feeling on this. And, and I'm sorry, I had to um, mute the caller because there was a lot of um, interference going on in the background. I'm not sure she was driving, but it's that. I hope that answered your question. Um, I'm going to take one more caller. Uh, I have somebody here waiting that would like to speak with you, Lisa. You are on the air with Lisa. Who are we speaking to tonight? Hi, this is Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, um, thanks for taking my call. Um, I wanted to ask, um, so I currently live in Atlanta, and um, I'm thinking about moving to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm wondering if um, Charlotte, like if I'm going to be, you know, happy and successful there. I'm sure I could be happy and successful anywhere. But I'm just wondering because I want, I want to, you know, uh, I guess start dating and I guess have like a full life. And I'm just wondering if that is a better place for me or what my maybe guides of God is saying about that. Yeah, yeah. That, thank you and welcome. Um, so, Katie, I feel uh, when you talked about uh, Charlotte, I, I got a very strong, positive, light-filled feeling. So to me, that's that's uh, that's a hell yes. I get a really good feeling about about you going. <laughs> I do. I feel like it's um, it almost feels it's a funny thing to say, but I feel like you're gonna have more structure there. So, but you know, some people equate structure with oh, that sounds like it might be boring. No, no, the the structure is in ways that you will appreciate. And I think mm-hmm. your life is going to open in different um, sort of unexpected ways there. So you talk about dating. Yeah, I think unexpected new friends. I think there'll be unexpected uh, mm-hmm. opportunities with work. And I think I, I, I see that there is the potential for a, a gentleman here uh, or, or somebody. I mean, I'm not seeing the person in front of me, but I see love. I see a, a partner coming, What whatever you know, he or she looks like. Yeah. But um, I do see something that looks to me like a, a potential, a nice potential for you. And actually, this individual could end up being a marriage partner, just so you know. So you might be going okay. there for more than what you think, actually. So trust yourself. If you feel guided, it's leading you for a reason. You know what it is? I think because, so, I've never been there before, right? And then I I literally just was on a, a phone call with someone, and they was like, 
well, how do you know you're going to be more happier there than here? And, you know, they were, you, I guess they were, you know how you have your own doubts in your head? They kind of maybe were like saying it. And I'm like, well, I don't have anything to lose by trying it, you know, because I've lived here now and I lived here before. So I know this experience. So I'm willing to try out there. But I said, what I'm going to do is I'm still going to, while I'm still here in Georgia, I'm going to still create a fun life here and, you know, take my fun wherever I go. <laughs> you know what, Katie, I love hearing what you just said because uh, um, I always laugh when I say that, you know, my deceased clients, when they come to talk, the only things they ever regret are that they didn't take more chances. They didn't risk more. They didn't follow their guidance because you know what's old. You just said it. You know what the old, you know, been there, done that. You, yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. you can always go back to that. But good for you that right. you are just following your, your passion, your excitement and if you do that and do it all through your life you'll be useful vibrant and so alive and so happy when you finally cross over you'll be like oh patting yourself on the back going you did it you know so i think you're an yeah. person and more people should be brave and just take chances so well thank you that. thank you this is very inspiring that. thank you both Thank you so much for for joining us. You have a good good evening and good luck in South Carolina. It sounds like that's where you're going. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. I love, I love doing it. I love that. Because too many I people do too. don't do it and they regret it. As you know, as a medium, they regret it. Yeah, they do. That is, and, and and it's easy to regret when you think of you said you know what if what's the outcome. And um, we, we are so in that space right now because there's so much happening right now that's given us cause to look back and go, I should have done this different because the world is about to come to an end, you know, and, and it's not like that. The world's actually just about to begin, yeah. you know. Oh, and it's, I, it's glorious. And Jesus said that. In fact, he said, you guys are sort of in a, you know, it looks like, it looks like a kind of a darker place. And um but there's a beautiful, he called it glorious. There's a glorious light ahead, and it's so beautiful. So I just think this is the most exciting time, and like giving birth. It's not pleasant for anyone who's given birth. It's not so pleasant in the throw of it, you know, throws no. of it. But then you get this baby, and you're like, oh, my God, that's all that matters, and it's just perfection, and, you, you, you know, so you forget all about it. And I think we're in the growing pains or the birthing pains or something like that. That's all of the new earth of the new, the new funny. Yeah. The new world. So funny. You brought this, this visceral memory for me. And my mother used to say this thing to me. I remember when I was a young, as a young woman having my first child and I was as big as three houses and I'm the baby of seven. And I told my mom, is it going to hurt? She said, yep. And I said, how could you have so many children if the first child hurt like that? And she says, because you forget about the pain when you look at what you have. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I never forget that. And again and again and again and again because it's so great at the end. And so you do forget. You totally forget. You do. Okay. I don't have any memory of it. So, uh, Boy, was it smart, that's, though. It was smart. That's who we are right now. Ow, right? <laughs> we're in yeah, the yeah, owl. We're in the owie part. The owie part. <laughs> but you know what? The owie gives way, and things are going to, you know, and, and we're going to, according to the ladies, Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene, we're going to come together as old-fashioned people in, in peace and unity and helpfulness and 
togetherness. And wow, I mean, that's really what our soul seeks anyways. That's what we really deep down want is oneness with others and with, with everything, with life. And yeah. I think that we've, you know, just gone a little bit astray, some of us. And, and I think they're just hurting us like, you know, just hurting us like sheep um, back to where we need to be. And that's it. So, Lisa, how do people get in touch with you as we, as we bring our hour to a close? Somebody wants to connect with you and, and hear more about your teachings, your workshops, and, and all that good stuff. How, how do we get in touch with you? Yeah, everything that I do is on my website at um, either Dying to Tell You Books, plural, books, DyingToTellYouBooks.com or just LisaNajar.com. They'll both take you there. And then, I yeah, I teach an intuitive IQ class where we meet twice a month for um, just practice and learning, learning and practice and uh, with joining together with like-minded, amazing souls. And uh, I've got my what's next and how to get your house in order classes that are available online too. And I'm teaching a heal and manifest class that was given to me by the masters starting a seven class. um, One of those starting, I think later April. So if they sign up on my website and subscribe, They'll, be, they'll hear about everything coming, plus they'll be entered to win a free reading because I do that monthly, and um, people do get their free readings. And uh, so definitely want, you want to sign up because there'll be another one coming up here soon that I'll be drawing for. So, um, and, and just and my readings are there. My book is there, and uh, my evenings with spirit. I do groups, you know, if people want to get together, five or six or eight friends, and we co- I come together on Zoom with you and give them – Many readings. It's a fun evening, so or afternoon. So, lots of things. It's all on my website. Nothing more fun than a, than an evening with a medium. It's so fun. If you, it, it's just really joyous to get the messages and stuff. People, if you haven't done that, you contact Lisa because it's a lot of fun. Um, especially when you're the like-minded people. Most people call their friends, and so you guys are all there. I, I I've always found those very fun. It, it, it makes oh, it really cool. Too. I want to go to one. I want to go to Ooh. one. It is. It is. It's such a different time now. You know, people are open and accepting, and so you don't have to sneak out and do things in the in the in the back alleys. You can tell your friends, "Hey, we had a medium in my house. It was really cool, and nobody cares," which I think is beautiful. And so, take advantage of that and and help get the get that that cleansing and that clearing and that that clarity, because now's the time. Now it's the time, man. Now is the time. This was so much fun. I'm looking at the clock, and I'm like, boo, because we have to move on to the next segment. I hope that you've enjoyed being here with us as much as we've enjoyed having you here. This was great. This was really great. I'm hoping I bring you back sometime. Well, thank you. It was really beautiful to have to be on today, and thank you so much for inviting me and to everyone listening. Just uh, stay blessed. Stay happy. Stay beautiful and yeah i would love to come back anytime all righty thank you have a fantastic night be well be good and we will talk to you next time thank you so much lisa oh thank you sweetie thank you so much bye-bye bye-bye oh my god that was so much fun she is absolutely awesome that was lisa nudger you can find her on her website in a j j a r and I will also have her linked to the New Age Spirit um, webpage and on our social media. Anybody who would like to go back and hear the full program, 
um, or if you just have more, just want to hear some of the message because the messages were absolutely amazing. So this is our new format. We have two hours that we do now. And as we build our technology, we build our client base, we're going to be doing a rebroadcast of one of our newest shows in our in our book of business. We have Paranormal Fridays, which is a really cool program that I host with um, my friend Mike, who's a UFO experiencer. And this particular show is about angels. So I invite you to sit back and in, and talk with us and enjoy listening as we just talk about angels. Enjoy. Blog Talk Radio. Paranormal Fridays. Join Angel and Mike. Let us twist your ear for a moment and share some quality time together talking about the passionate topics within the paranormal spectrum. A loose, fun approach to learn and relate to all our childlike wonderments of the beautiful mysteries of the paranormal. And now, I welcome you all to this Paranormal Friday. Hey there, Mike. How are you doing tonight? Hi, I'm good. How about yourself, Angel? I'm doing great. Had some... That the phones were lines were just ringing, 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 and here we are as we show up for Paranormal Friday. So I hope yeah. everybody's ready for a good time because we're going to have a good time because we have a fun subject tonight. What are we talking about tonight? Heck yeah. Oh, my God. I'm looking forward to uh, the Akashic Records. Did I say it right this time? <laughs> the Akashic Records. <laughs> the Akashic <What's> Records. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out, get that out there right away. I got a problem with saying the word, but yeah, yeah I'm excited if you about said it. Words, you can be okay. Captain, be able yeah. to say the word, and you know, it's really interesting. There's so much going on in the world today, and to choose that as the subject for a conversation, I think is kind of cool because, man, if I understand what people are saying, accessing the Akashic records means that you have access to all time, past, present, and future. That's right. Right? Yeah, it's a lot like uh, some therapy that we could all use right now. Therapy. Let me write that down. We need to do some therapy. Um, <laughs> really bad. But it is, it, it is a crazy time. And, and one wonders if you have the ability to look at the Akashic Records and you could see what's coming. How do we keep making the same, you know, we won't call them mistakes, we'll, we'll call them a questionable decisions as human beings on the planet. Because doesn't it feel like we've been here before to you? Absolutely. So that's the thing that always gets for me. So, you know, full disclosure, I actually... Um, I'm a medium. That's one of the things that I do is I, I do Akashic record readings. And I'm always amazed when I take someone through the process of sitting and reviewing somebody's, you know, Akashic records. And a lot of people don't know that the person that kind of woke us up in this conversation was Edgar Casey. You know who Edgar Casey is? Uh, yeah, it, uh, he, he called it the Book of Life, I believe. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. You know, he, 
his his learnings, his his, his deep dives, I like to call them, because his meditative state that he went into, his channeling process, was unconscious. He got so much information, and he was so accurate. He spoke to when his own passing was going to come. He was so accurate. A lot of what he did was through the cost process of, of accessing the Akashic Records. And I think it's really, really fascinating. And I'm wondering, you know, why we tap into it more today than we, than we normally have. I mean, if, if I told you that you could sit down and not just, you know, out of, you know, fun and, 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 and so forth, it's sure. look in the future. Sure. Curiosity. look in the yeah. past. Yeah, it's your curiosity. It's more than just curiosity, right? You can look at your past and your past life experiences to see, you know, what your hang-ups are, what your fears are, and, you know, why would you want to do that? So I'm going to set right. you up. You're the audience participant. Why would you want to do that, Mike? <laughs> well, everyone wants, to, everyone wants to be steered in the right direction, you know. Nobody wants to be led down some, some type of uh, dead end uh, in life. Uh, so, yeah, um, why not take advantage uh, if you can kind of raise yourself up just to a certain point where you can see just ahead, you can see where you're at, and uh, you, can, you can see, uh, you know, what happened in the past. You know, if you, if you can learn from all, all of those things, then it's not so intimidating to know that maybe if you just keep on trusting your gut and your intuition because it's gotten us this far, that uh, we we can remain on track with just subtle subtle uh, changes or choices that we make uh, in our lives every day, right? Right. Every every day, and and that's the beauty of it. You know, I I, I think about what we're going through right now. And, you know, you see everything that's happening in the world with Russia and Ukraine, and you you see the decisions that um, Putin is making. And you see the, 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 the atrocities and the anguish. And the world is in such a dark place right now. And, you know, the way that the Akashic Records has, ever been, has always been described to me in my learnings was, was like a large library of information where you could go in and access your, you know, book of life, so to speak, so that you can learn and grow. It's like the purpose of being here is to grow. That's what I was always taught. Right. School and for the soul. For the soul, yeah, and, and the evolution. So it's like if you had the opportunity to see something that was going to happen, so like if you did a deep dive and you saw this was coming, would you do something about it? Or do you let it happen? Because it's ordained, it's it's, it's providence, it's, it's it's destiny, right? Right. Yeah, it's something that that you, you may uh, not consciously uh, think you need or want, but someone else uh, makes that decision for you down the road if it's if it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's always the hard conversation for me in dealing with these types of things because it's um, it's asked of me from time to time, and I. 
and I, you know, kind of get there myself. It's like, if terrible things are going to happen, why can't we just stop them if we have all these fabulous gifts? You know, why can't we stop the the war, the the, the, the shooting of Abraham Lincoln and, and Ford's theater? How, how can we, how can we can't stop these things? And so the other thing, go ahead. No, go ahead. That's, that's fine. I was just going to say, the other thing, another thing that I, I was always taught is, like, access the Akashic, the Akashic Records to change the path of destiny. Okay. Right? Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. That's what I was taught. Is that, wasn't, that wasn't a, um, this is what it is. It was like a discussion point. What do you, what do you how do you feel about it? Because it's like, I get, I get a little, little twisted around it, too. If somebody comes to me and then we do a, you know, a, a guided process to access it, to look at it. We can look at the past to find the answers to, you know, why am I this way? Why do I have these kinds of relationships and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But we, dare we look into the future and say, on Tuesday, don't go into work. Right? Is that okay? Well, I mean that's that's pretty drastic, uh, you know, to 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 have it dictate, you know, uh, an important day and a necessary day in in our nor- normal routine lives that that we have to get through. Um, but uh, yeah, if if you're being told that, I would definitely continue trusting my intuition, trusting my gut. Um, yeah. Like you, this, like you said, there, you know, there might have been something that happened that we experienced in the past life that that has given us this hang-up or this feeling, you know, um, towards something. Are causing us are causing us to make the decisions that we make or something, right? Right. Or the hesitation towards the decision, you know, the the hesitation to etch anything in stone, you know, could be one of them too. Oh and, yeah. You know. Because you still have choice and you still have freedom of your will. And so to me, it's, it's a resource. And so like an example I gave, if I and um, a group of my peers all got the same touch when we looked at the future and we saw a disaster, are we now responsible to let everybody know so that they don't go over there? Or do right. we let the disaster happen because it is in the Akashic Records, right? Uh, yeah. This, right? <laughs> right, that, which means it has happened, it is happening, it will happen, but you, know, it, you would like to think that it's a fluid, live, you know, some people describe it as a whole other dimension of itself, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's always moving, it's always changing. Um. And I believe we have the power to change it, and, and it might just all come to, to, you know, the whole saying, it starts with you. You know, it starts with you. That's well said. Yeah. That's well said, and I always like like the, the idea that it's learning. You know, I talk about the learning. I, I am a, a forever seeker. You know, if I had mm-hmm. my my dithers, I'd, I'd win $50 million, and I'd live on a mountaintop and I would just learn and and meditate to get more whole, closer to that whole experience. And plugging into the Akashic, that that sounds great. It does. (laughs) I was right there with you on the top of that mountain. (laughs) 
Oh man, <laughs> distracted myself there. But it, it, the Akashic Records is it's like a tool because we all have experience. You know, you go to work, you say something to a coworker, and you can feel that it didn't land right. So you're like, ah, uh, what did I do? How do I shift as you go? You meditate, you connect in, in your process, and, and one of the tools that you have, right? is the Akashic Records to go and, 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 and check out that chapter in your life book section that says, why do you growl when somebody asks you if you want coffee? Yeah, it's and a then database. you find Right? Yeah, yeah. it has all, those, all that stuff is in there for you to touch on so that you can, you know, grow and build. And, yeah, curiosity. there's a lot of curiosity out yeah. there. Sometimes people just want to know, you know. Yeah, yeah, or just under, you know, was understand. I, was I a right. pirate? I like pirate movies. Was I ever a pirate? You know, that kind of thing. Right, yeah. You go around watching a lot of rated R movies, you know. Why, why? Oh, I was a pirate. No wonder, you know. Well, you just made those pirates rated R just like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a misconception. Like, oh, those... There's a lot of, you know, gentlemen pirates. I'm sure. Yes, there are. Yeah, they're, 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 as they're gutting you, they're very polite. <laughs> Yeah, it's a clean blade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's, you know, I, I'm i um, fascinated by, you know, the, the various ways in which people speak about accessing the Akashic Records and, and, okay. and the ascendant masters that um, look over the Akashic Records and, and are with us. And, you know, if you look around – the um the internet or you know, or what have you go to workshops you can hear some different things and that can be confusing to people like why is all the information different if it's if the akashic records are what they are and they and they are speaking this truth and the line in the in the stream that is your existence in the universe shouldn't it all be the same how how is it that different people are kind of speaking different things when they talk about it. It's shared. It's a shared consciousness. It's starting to sound a lot like that, you know. It actually sounds like it it encapsulates a lot of different things, you know, and it really does. Um, Yeah, for example, a shared consciousness, um, that, that sounds like something that we can tap into maybe through our higher self, um, is is our higher self the one that contains these records, and 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 are we actually, you know, uh, tuned in a lot of different things when we are tuned in with our higher self? And the Akashic records just happen to be one of the tools that we have access to. Um, but yeah, the, the, you're talking about methods, and you know, I came across, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it seems like it is part of a meditative uh, method. Uh, I came across uh, some particular. Uh, specific in, intentional prayers that led to roads to the Akashic Records, you know? Um, That's, excuse me, I was drinking some water. I'm sorry, a little self-care there. Um, that's really interesting, too, uh, because, you know, when you go through the process of being taught to read the Akashic Records, you are taught, you know, a, a, a meditation or invocation that I found over time because I've tapped a couple of different um, people and organizations through my through my learning, and it's really about what um, that particular 
a modality follows and who's leading it and what they use. Um, some people use some of the teachings from, you know, Ed Casey, because it's Rudolf Steiner and Ed Casey are the, the people that you look to in history that are like, these are the guys that talked, that started the conversation for the most part right. about, yeah. you know, the Akashic Records and this, this um, kind of growth of, of the medium craze and the clairvoyance and seances back in the, back in the day in Europe. And, but it's been a long, a long time, a long, long time. And so I would imagine there are different things in which different ways I should say that you could access it because people change things and people, you know, evolve things and they, they, they add stuff and take stuff away as it applies to you or whomever it is or whatever group you're working with. Yeah. Different strokes, different so, folks. Dif- different strokes. <laughs> different, I love that. Different strokes for different folks. So if you, yeah. were to, if you were to access the Akashic Records right now, what would you Ah, I would have would to lean. For? I, right now, from what, from what I gathered um, to this point in my life, I would probably look for like an, an acoustical... Uh, like a sound or a vibrate, a sound and a vibration. You know, I, I, I picture Ooh. a perfect, I picture a, a sound bath, you know, just everything tuned in just right. I like that. You know, where to where I can vibrate, you know, in or out of something, you know, whether it be a, a meditative state, a portal or the Akashic records. Um, I believe I might have, I may have very well experienced something along them lines. Uh, I won't go into too much of it, but it had to do with a, a sound I heard over the telephone, and uh, it was a uh, like a, a, a hertz. It was a, a frequency that I heard that uh, seemed to oscillate in and out, and I got real emotional. And uh, it's weird, but uh, I, I felt uh, the consciousness of a couple of past relatives that I had, and I and, and I felt their ashamed of how they left and, and, and the mark that they, they left, you know, all within a, in a matter of seconds. And I became really emotional, and I was just wondering, you know, you know did I, what did I tap into, into there? And uh, it was a real emotional state, but it was, it was as if I had the knowledge of everything that I needed to know. And, you know, some of it, uh, my gut was telling me as I was experiencing it, I told you you were right. Yes, you were right. Of course you were right. Yes, you were right. And it, it seemed to it, it seemed to spark uh, an awakening. I'll, I'll call it that. I'll be brave enough to call it that. You know, I, I do chalk it up as as one awakening, not one almighty. You know, one and only awakening. I, there's many awakenings, and I believe that was one. But yeah, I would look towards sound right now and vibration, meditative form. So it, really good what you described because that's kind of that's exactly what it is. It's if you could imagine being in a space where you are in a multi-dimensional condition, where you are out in the in the middle of of the divine source, accessing information, touching and feeling and communicating with all aspects of your personal being and everything that you were 
in the past to this moment and everyone that you engaged with all in this one moment. Wow. That's powerful. Just like that. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. when you when you first when you first access it, especially if you try it on your own, and I wanna I wanna say, you know, we, we have these conversations because we we have we're having um our our intent is just sit and talk and, and, and have a, a paranormal discussion without uh, um, an agenda, if I could say that. Um, yeah. So we, we learn stuff all the time, too, when we, when we plan these, these shows, but we don't plan them to the point where we're, like, regimented and we're going to say this, 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 and this. We, we want to just <laughs> talk about it. And when you, when you do, I want to make sure I'm not encouraging people to do things without taking the time to understand it. So yeah. if you're going to dabble in the Akashic Records, take the time to understand what you're going to do because what I just described and what Mike just described can be really overwhelming if you're not prepared for it. It'll yeah. be like putting 15 stereo systems, there's my, my age stereo systems, in your home <laughs> with speakers everywhere and turning them all on at the same time. Yeah. And, and that would be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It would make so, you. It would deter you from trying it again, maybe. Yeah. And it might awaken you to to something that you, you know you may not be prepared for, because through the eyes of of life and looking back at the things that you've experienced in the past, a lot of us have experienced some pretty horrifying things. Yes. So now you might be opening yourself up to trauma. So then, you know, should one, as you are, you know, learning to access the Akashic Records, do you include some sort of, should you have some sort of vetting as being able to handle people and take people through stuff if they encounter something that's traumatizing in their past? I would definitely, I would have to prepare them. That's definitely some information I would want to know is to, to prepare myself for something that my subconscious may have hidden from me and, and, and quote unquote to protect me, which I just think might be a, a, a mechanism of survival that we, maybe we no longer need. You know, we still have these, these visors on our peripheral vision sometimes and for some survival mode. And I think it might inhibit us from, from using something like, like the records to learn from. Uh, but yeah, to prepare for some emotional, you know, like mine was pretty emotional. You know, and 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 and, yeah. and and I believe it's because you, you know I do believe you need to deal with it. You know, subconscious wants to lock it away and move, let's move on. You know, and 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 a lot of times we have to go back. We have to go back. We think you know we've gone you know so far and we've learned so much. And but I think it's 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 swirls and cycles. You know, we 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 revisit uh, aspects uh, that we thought we've already moved on from, and 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 realize that there's a new element to the onion that 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 we haven't uh, learned yet so yeah. i i would i would go with um yeah be per- uh it can be very emotional especially with people that had a lot of emotional uh you know things that happen in their in their life tragic things uh but from everything i've gathered it it does sound like we do need to deal with them at, at some level in in some aspect and uh maybe the akashic records would be you know a safer venue than, than a lot of other ways, but yeah, I would definitely be prepared. 
Right. You know, and I always try to think of life as, as, as about the lessons, you know, whether it's work or your personal life. Yeah. It's it's like working out, you know, when you work out, you just, yes. as you weaken your muscle, you make this muscle stronger. Right. And, um, Love it. you know, I'm going to, I'm going to share um, an experience I had just recently because I was preparing for this show. Okay. You know, Mike and I talk about what are we going to talk about, you know, next month. And we have a bunch of different subjects and this one came up and we both got really excited, <laughs> excited about it. And yeah. like, I, I, I'm going to go back. So I used to do these Akashic Records um, deep dives and readings when I was with a group. That's what we did. It was like way long time ago. And so I, um, you know, did some meditation to connect to kind of get that back. And so, you know, you know, my friend, I went through the process of losing my mother. Um, I know you went through that recently and it's painful. Yes. And, yes. and we've commiserated about just the, 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 the pain and getting over it. So I, I was in this process and I had the most crazy, powerful um, sit down conversation with my mom, literally where she, like I was in a chair and I'm like, am I like in an interrogation room? It was just a room with a chair. There was nothing there. And then my mother came and sat me down and here's the weird thing about it, as if that's not weird enough. <laughs> the weird thing about it, I don't remember the conversation. Bits Ooh, and pieces of it, yes. bits and pieces of it unveil from time to time. <laughs> and it's so weird. Like something happened and I was like, that's what she was talking about. Wow. And she, yes. you know, we had this long um this long conversation and it reminds me of how you talk about missing time because I literally was, it was, I was out for like 25 minutes and then I was semi aware and she gave me the, I guess the gist of her message was um, I need you to be okay. Now you can go on. I'm good. It's been long enough. And I woke up and I felt fantastic and I've been feeling great, but like every day or every other day, something unveils from this conversation that we had. Wow. I've never experienced anything like that before. It's like a micro, it's like it releases itself in micro doses, you know, it's like it, it gets, it gets sucked into our, our subconscious right away and, and he might not understand uh, it live right there on the spot. But our subconscious knows what to do with it, and uh, it'll, it, it knows uh, it's a time-release capsule type thing. You know, everything's timing, and uh, it'll give you a little bit here and a little bit there. And that, that sounds that's, that's so beautiful, actually. And, and, it, and, it, and it does sound like, you know, that you know you 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 were holding on, right? I mean, it sounds like she's she's telling you, honey, you you you're holding yeah. on tight. You're holding. You're still holding on. I mean, it's like it's understandable. I get it. I get it, honey. But yeah, wow, that's it, it was so... powerful. It was powerful because I I literally you know that that's what you just described is like exactly <sighs> what I walked away walked wow. away with. We're going. Oh man, great! That... I feel great. My legs wow. and pains are starting to go away, and I'm getting up and going to the gym in the morning and all this stuff because I was just in this little ball of just absolute loss. And so the thing that's interesting about it 
for me as, in, in telling the story is that that happened when I accessed my Akashic Records. All this time oh. I've been meditating and connecting, connecting with the Masters, connecting with the Christ, all that stuff, trying to reach out to my mom every once in a while. I get a little tap. But then I did this exercise of connecting to my Akashic Records, and boom, she was that's right where there, you, and we did that's, it. Wow. You know, it. I, I, I often wondered, you know, uh, when we lose a loved one, uh, the amount of, of thought and, and, and uh, how much that we actually, uh, how much of them that we hold on to, you know, um, you know, we're very powerful with our, with our, our thoughts and minds. And, and, and I believe they are too, even on the other side, but there may be an aspect to us being on this side that, that that's very powerful. Uh, they can't move on a hundred percent, you know, especially when they're as close as, uh, next to kin as like a mother, you know, uh, that, that motherly love is strong in the wild kingdom. It's, it's all over the place. You don't mess with mama and, and maybe mama can't move on a hundred thousand percent unless her, her baby is okay, uh, with, with knowing that, that, you know, there is a time that there is a time that we, 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 we do need to, to let go, not all the way, you know what I, you know what I mean? I don't even want to say that because it never, ever goes away, but, but it's definitely something that, um, it's on our plate. It's on your plate. It's on my plate. It's something that we're learning from this time around. And, uh, wow, that's an amazing, beautiful yeah. story. Thank you. I, I, and still sitting, it was literally this last, this last weekend, it just, you know, I walk every day and, and the beautiful part of that, as I think about it and, you know, for the listeners, if you heard the story and you think about it, my goodness, what if I did that every day? It'd be just like talking to my mom, like she was here. Do we have the ability to do that? Would we be more whole and less distracted by the pain of death? if we could just, if we knew we could just reach up and tap into them whenever we wanted to. Yes, but there's so many distractions out there. And, and I, sometimes I wonder if uh, society even leaves us enough time in the day for anything quality uh, healing like that. You know, um, there's a lot of things that, that I don't get every day. And I, I, you know, it's easy to talk the talk, but man, I'm telling you, I got to be the first to admit it. It's, it's a challenge to do the walk. You know, I'm a big meditation guy. And, and I think I've talked to you about this too, where you feel like, I feel like I got, the, I got these superpowers, you know, and, and they might as well be superpowers. And uh, you would think with somebody that's got superpowers, they would use them at all the time. And uh, no, I, I get lazy. I get lackadaisical. I get uh, I put things off. Uh, there's a lot of distractions uh, that 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 happen in our lives, and you know you would think that oh wow you know they would just tap in. Let me just tap into the Akashic Records to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, you know? just real quick. I'll be right and, back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm back. Yeah, I got an answer for you. You know, it, it, I don't think it works that way. Um, I think you got to give it a lot of respect, a, a lot of uh, intention, intentional prayer. Call it what you want, you know. I I, I think it's prayer. <laughs> I've always believed in the word prayer, and um, yeah, if, nice. if if you're if you're it, asking it, it for is. it, be careful. You're going to get it, you know. Just be prepared. It, it is. It, I, what I love about what you just said that's beautiful is you know it is prayer, um, and that's like the it's it's like the the, the gorilla in the room because the thing mm-hmm. about metaphysics is a lot of people, either 
love the word prayer or they hate the word prayer, but right. do, you can't do wrong with prayer. Whoever you are, a prayer yeah. is the connection yeah, yeah. to the You just hear the word and you automatically think, the love, you know, yeah. Yeah, Jehovah's Witness, St. Anthony of the Roman Catholic Conjurer oh, of the gosh. Vatican. You know, I mean, yeah. Prayer. There are, people that are, yeah. there are people that are wounded from their experience growing up that um, step away from kind of the more traditional processes or right. into kind of what people would might call the pseudoscience or, you know, in, in metaphysics, in the Akashic Records. Um, is where we talk about that stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of books. I'm going to put a link up as a resource with with some really great books for people. Um, But I wanted to share with you, I'm putting this up here because I I use this a lot. And so what I'm going to do is Linda Howe is one of (laughs) uh, the forerunners in this this category talking about Akashic Records and, and other fabulous, wonderful spiritual processes. And she's got a book called Discover Your Soul's Path Through the Akashic Records. And in this, she gives a really great, easy, simple way for the layman to just go in and access your Akashic Records. So you said the word prayer. I'm going to read you the Akashic Records opening prayer that she shares through her work. And this is, um, excuse me, the Pathway Prayer Process, which is um, copywritten and used by um, Linda and the, and the folks that, okay. that connect with her through, her through her process. So here it is, the opening prayer to opening up the Akashic Records. And so we do acknowledge the forces of light, asking for guidance, direction, and courage to know the truth. As it, re- as it is revealed for our highest good and the highest good of everyone connected to us, O oh Holy Spirit God, protect me from all forms of self-centeredness and direct my attention to work the work at hand. Help me to know myself in the light of the Akashic Records, to see myself through the eyes of the lords of the records and enable me to share the wisdom and compassion that the masters, teachers, and loved ones of me have for me. The records are now open. So here's the thing. If you're listening to this and you're focused, you just accessed and opens your Akashic Records. Do you get that? Yes. I, I challenge you, if you guys are listening, you can come back and listen to that and go back to that part and close your eyes and listen to that so you're not distracted by the reading of it. And see how you feel. Ask yourself questions. How do you feel right now, Mike? Uh, I felt like I was I was shown a, a, a lot. Um, I share felt some like of it. if you if you if you're up to, if you're open to it, share some okay. of it with us. That you said. Okay. Uh, I I felt my feet being heavy, um, solid to the ground right here. 
yet my head felt lighter and lighter, like it was being stretched, uh, but in a in a good way, uh, being stretched because it's about to accommodate a lot of information that I never laid my eyes on, you know. And, and I think it, it goes with, you know, not knowing the right thing to ask. You know, I, I think I've always had a, an issue with just not knowing the right thing to ask. You know, like I want to get there, I'll do everything that I can to get there. But once I get there, you know, I'm, I'm flabbergasted by the information and, and the, it's just so beautiful. And, 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 I'm, and, I, and I think a part of it is I'm just so easy. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I seen some shimmering lights in a in a in a bookcase, uh, 24 karat <laughs> gold. Like watching the stuff go by. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll, I'll see things and I'll, and I'll go, okay, I get it. I know it's there. I feel like I'm cheating. You know, let me let me get back to school. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's beautiful, and I do plan on going back and listening to that uh, just in case I didn't. I was distracted a little bit too. That's okay because you're 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 like on the show, but even right. even in this 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 distracting, I- engaging process mm-hmm. you're in, you got a touch into your Kashuk records, and and I want to I want to say something um, for you and anybody else who's listening because you said something that we all say, and that's I don't know what to ask, and it's like you you finally get to the origin and you're standing in front of the big thing that's there, whatever it is in your imagination, and it says, welcome, human. What are your three questions? And all of a sudden you're like, um, you know, because it's overwhelming. Yeah. And so one of the things I say when I guide people through this process is like, don't worry about what there is to ask at first. Yeah. Let the information come. Like, what did you see? And that's where you're going to start being able to understand what to ask, if that makes sense. So, like, what was mm-hmm. one thing you saw? What was one thing you saw? Stacks of, of, of thin gold, like, like a giant book, but, but gold. And, 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 and it was beautifully stacked, and, and it was presented beautifully, and it had two beautiful golden doors that opened to, to, to open its guts to me. Uh, but it was a lot of work. It was, I, it was beautifully set. I didn't know where to begin. Okay, so as a reader, and I, I'm, I'm not looking because, you know, you've got to ask people permission to access their Akashic records. So I, that's my teachings. Um, that's what I've been, what I've been um, taught, and I am a firm believer in there have to be permissions because this is the deepest most intimate part of your soul, uh, yes. right? And so yeah. I wasn't looking at anything for you as you were doing it. I was I was going through my own trip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, but as I hear what you're saying, you're saying it's beautifully. That's your that's your soul path right there. You weaved that book. That's you. Do you get that? Yeah. It. It reminded me a lot like, you know, how amplifiers are stacked up, you know, there, there's a reason yeah. why they have, they have the, they have the, that shape to it. It's, it's because it, it needs to absorb, you know, uh, it, it's like a database. I go back to, you know, it, it just makes me think of uh, higher technology than, than we, we can fathom right now. 
that could quite that. possibly be the Akashic Records too. You know, mantras will get you there. It sounds like med- uh, meditation, breath work. Um, yes. There's a lot of different things that I, it looks like you can mix in there, you know. Well, it's about how you get there. And so this is how I describe it when I talk to people. There's the library in the center of the big, beautiful city. How many ways can you get there? You can take a helicopter. You can land on a private jet. You can yes. drive. You can take the bus. You can take a train. Yeah, how there fun. There's so what, many different, yeah, yeah, you can walk. You can hike to it. There are wow. so many ways that you can get to that library. So there's no one right way. The way that you connect to the best. Wow. See, I, um, yeah. I was watching, um, I think I shared with you that my husband bought me the full CD set of The Old In Search Of, hosted by Notre Nimoy back in the 70s. Yeah. I was yes, so delighted. It was, like, so cool getting this little pack, but we, we watch it sometimes. And in their first season, they um, have uh, an episode on St. Germain, who is, like, the keeper of the Akashic Records. Yes. And um, it had, what's her name? I think it's Elizabeth Clare Prophet was the um, the priest, I guess you would call her priestess, and the person that had the violent flame uh, process with, with St. Germain and Akashic Records. And, and I was like, oh, my God, I watched this episode with him. And then it, it woke up like, I remember going through this process when my mom was a big follower of Elizabeth Clare Prophet. And I'm like, and here we are again. You know, here we are going to talk about the, 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 the way life just circles. It's like we are going in a circle at all times. Yep. We always come back to the same place at some point in time. How are we going to be different? That's what I believe. I believe like everything you're doing right now, when you have the eventual um, step where you go from this life to whatever your next step is and you're the next life and you're going around a circle and you reach this point, for me the goal is, is to make more evolved decisions and have a more powerful experience because of the stuff that you learned today. Well, how about if you could speed that up by looking at that stuff by accessing your Akashic Records, right? Yeah, I'm telling you, it's 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 like you're making somebody proud, and and, and they're giving you more and more stuff. Like, hey, Billy, look, old Mike down here is he's starting to notice this stuff, and they're like, oh, let's take a look at Mike. Oh, here, let me throw this. <laughs> oh, look, he is starting to notice. <laughs> You know, you're starting to, you know, let's, let me throw a feather down. Like, oh, wow, yeah, he, he's, he's starting to ground himself. And, you know, so, so you make him proud, and, and, and I, you start to see more of this stuff. And, and, you, be, and, and, and you're, you become more tapped in to, to these things. And, and like everything else, it's a practice, I believe. And as long as you're practicing, you know, eventually you'll get better. Eventually you'll get better, like you said. Oh, man, absolutely. And, and it's the practicing, you know, I – a discipline is needed to to ground yourself and clear yourself and center yourself in the world where it's like everything's flying around you like a hurricane. You have the ability to stop and seek calm center. And now you can access this resource that can help you find your purpose. How many people right now 
are lost and don't know their purpose. Yeah, a majority. Majority. And so that 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 is the power for me of of the you know accessing the akashic records. So before we move in, since we're getting to the near the end, I want to um, be respectful of the process when you. Um, access the Akashic Records and open them, you have to close them. So I'm going to read the closing prayer because I left you there standing in front of your Akashic Records and I'm not going to send you walking around the rest of your day without closing the prayer. So this is... Ah, <laughs> okay. So, so Yeah, just like a um, lot of other things. I get it. Okay. Did not know that at all. Oh. It's beautiful. Okay, so... I would like to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for their love and compassion. I would like to thank the lords of the Akashic Records for their point of view, the Holy Spirit of Light for all knowledge and healing. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. Amen. The records are now closed. So if you experience that, what that does is, just so you know, you know, I, I watched, I used to, I can't do it anymore because I, I do too much mediumship now and stuff, but I used to watch horror movies like they were candy because they were so good. And there's like, <laughs> if you play with a Ouija board and you don't do this and you leave this open and then the demons will follow you. You know, you know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, an, I don't follow the occult. Um, we don't have to talk about that one night, add that to that subject of, for another, another time. Yeah. But yes. with the Akashic Records, it's not that evil things are things will access you um, when you if you leave the door open. So you do the opening prayer. You and your friends get together. You guys, you know, do a process, and then you forget to close in prayer. You're not going to have weird things happen because it's a supportive, completely wonderful, non-problematic thing. But it's just overwhelming is all. So now you, because there's a lot of information, so if you open right. it and you have access to it and you go about your day and then you're sitting down and you're trying to eat, you know, eat, eat your, your dinner and then go to bed, you're going to lay there and you could be just continuing to get information because you're still plugged into the library. Yeah, it's a right? portal of information, yeah, that you left open. Absolutely. So again, for those of you um, who are just listening, what I was doing is I was reading the from Linda Howe's book, um, discover your soul pa- soul's path using Akashic Records. The p- opening prayer to open the Akashic rep- Records and the closing prayer to close them. And um, I will post all this information along with some really cool some really cool books that you can look at um, and get some information. And we'd love to hear from you. Mike, why don't you tell them how they where, – where, where's that Facebook information? You're the keeper of the Facebook – Kashik Facebook page there. <laughs> oh, the, the page that I, that I created? Sorry, what is it? Yeah, our, our page. So I wanted to let them know where to go to find us so oh, okay. that I can On... drop all this information as they can, they can get it. Okay, yeah. We'll put it on our uh, Paranormal Fridays page. Um. So. Paranormal Fridays, it's just straight up Paranormal Fridays, right? Paranormal Fridays. And yeah. There we are. I see you right there. And if you can't find it, just go to the New Age Guild. You'll see it sitting right there. Um, 
um, forward slash Paranormal Fridays. And we, we post everything there. We have our prior shows there. And I will post this information there as well. And if you have questions, please do. Let's, you know, ask questions. Let's make this place, let's light this place on fire. Yeah. I'm trying to look and see. I had a question I was going to ask you because I'm looking at my notes. You know, about the Akashic Records. Yes, here's it. Okay. So I know that you've experienced tragedy, just like all of us have, have experienced tragedy. As you get more knowledgeable and you become more comfortable, have you considered how your life could, could, could evolve, improve um, if you go back through the Akashic Records and kind of get closure on the tragedies mm-hmm. that you've lived through? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's key. That's definitely key. Uh, uh, and, and that's, and, that's a, and that might be a very common issue and a problem. You know, a lot of people, they, they don't want to face them and, and deal with them, and, and me for one. But uh, to, to go back, to circle back and to experience it and to see it in, in, in your higher self's eyes, uh, you know, what people describe in, in, in near-death experiences, uh, the, the NDEs, um, you know, it, it, it sounds a lot like the Akashic Records in a sense when you're, you're, you're going back and, and you're seeing yourself as a kid, you know. You're yeah, yourself, the past. You're, right, the, you see the, it. The life, what do they call that? Life go by you. Right. My whole <laughs> life just flashed in front of my eyes. You know, it's a real yes. common thing. And, and, and that sounds, uh, once again, it sounds a lot like uh, revisiting, you know, uh, records a database, uh, something that has, is, and will always uh, be happening, and and it's it's a shared thing. You know, we think it's so singular until we step into that that other side, and we realize instantaneously, wow, this is all shared. So this this is this is what I imagine it being on the other side is this is exactly what everyone was talking about. This is exactly what this is the shared consciousness. This is how we will learn. This is why our gut tells us this and that, and, and this is why some people don't care. And uh, th- this is why, you know, we had to go through this hardship and this pain in order to appreciate anything else that's considered good in our lives. So if anything, mm. like anything else, I would, I would suggest embracing whatever it is. Just like when the, 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 the gate to my Akashic Records was open, it looked overwhelming, but it was beautiful, and, and I'm going to embrace it, you know. Wow, you're right. It's because it's your beautiful life. And everything about you was beautiful. As a human being, we're beautiful, wonderful beings of light in this in this human um, carrying case, so to speak. Yeah. And when you can really look and see, and you described something when you talked about the experience you had that I loved, as you talked about how it felt. And like these these multimedia conditions that you were in, like you felt, you heard the sound, you felt, it was this washed with all these different sensory connections being in the Akashic Records. And I'm going to ask you this. Didn't you feel more whole? Oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. And, and that's the thing. You know, when the sound healing, you talk about a sound, you know, you create 
a, a process where you're surrounded by different um, vessels that send out frequencies, and you send them at the at the at the client, and it has the most amazing effect because we are seventy percent water. Water, yes. Right, and so it gets it in us, and it resonates and causes everything in our bodies we've got the healing comes the remembrance comes the the chakras light up and if you allow yourself to go deep inside and let go you will awaken your access to those records and knowing what's on them is is key to getting rid of all this junk we carry around with every day and there's so much of it so so much of it and, you know, I don't know about you, my friend, I'm tired. I feel like, you know, on this, I think it's Wednesday's the anniversary of the the, the shutdown, two years. Wow. And if you looked at your Akashic records, you will see that that was meant to be. This whole, this whole thing we went through is part of the lesson this, this society had to go through. Yeah. Learn anything? Mm, there's a question. What did we learn? I feel like a mom. What did you learn? <laughs> what did we well, learn? What was the? You know, there, I, there was a there was a lot of uh, aspects to the way that we were going about our normal lives that that got real up close and physical with other other people. You know, uh, maybe too close. You know, maybe we got to the point where we're almost swapping spit with people. Uh, maybe it's time to look at things in a in a in a biological uh, mm. microscopic, more of a microscopic yep. underst- understanding. You know, like when when I I remember when I first heard the information about you know like for example if you're in the, a clean to- uh, bathroom you flush the toilet, you know the germs and everything that spread in the air and how far it actually goes it's something that just you know yeah. blew my mind. You know, so maybe it you know maybe we could off a little bit. I mean, I, I don't like the way that sounds. I think we should be close, but maybe just not, you know, spitting at each other quite as much as we used to. I don't know. It's, a, it's, a, it's so weird. And, you know, I, I, I don't like that I've become super sanitary. Um, you know, I, I'm not... I, yeah, we need that I find I'm like, Some of it. I'm super, super, super sanitary and because we've been conditioned and and we can have this conversation and add this to the list of things to talk about. There's so much yeah. information out there about um, all the systems and energies programming us. And that's the process that they, they, you know, they're programming us to feel a certain way so that we right. can, we're more malleable in the control process. Right. Right. Yeah. Desensitization. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. So what could happen for you if you feel programmed? Because I hear that a lot. You feel programmed. If you could access the Akashic Records, if for no other reason to touch your center at your soul's core and feel who you were put in this universe to be, nobody can program you. Ooh. No one can program you. Right. If If I got some information that I was confident that, I absolutely did receive from this place that I just entered. I would roll with that to the end 
if you think I trust my gut, you know, I would trust my Akashic record <laughs> experience. Ah. Yeah, I see a t-shirt for sure. and a bumper sticker here. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, I I, I miss talking to you every day, but yeah. I think it makes this program so much more fun because we're not in the same proximities anymore. And it's so fun to talk to you tonight. I'm I'm really glad yeah. that we were able to make this happen. I am too. I missed you. Thank you. Uh, I know, and and everybody, I, if you have more questions, because you know this is a real a real subject that we could go on and on and on about. Um, we have a lot of fun things we want to we want to finish the month off, and um and we're open to suggestions. And so please visit us on Facebook. You can see us up here on the New Age Guild at Paranormal Fridays. There's a link right there forward slash Paranormal Fridays. And um, I believe, Mike, you put some really cool things up there to look at that you have for sale. So um, if you haven't, please put them up there because I, I think that some of the stuff that, you, that you've designed um, are really good tools for focus for people to, um, to meditate and transmit. So. That's Aww. my pitch. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Awesome. So, yes. I, you know, time flies. You're having fun. We only have two minutes left. Oh, man. It's yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's quality time. It's quality time. <laughs> it is quality time. It is quality time. I, it was a lot of fun. We're going to send out some, some, some emails and stuff to let everybody know what we're going to do next week. And please. Let us know what you think. So, Angel, there you go. Uh, Mike. Where are you? <laughs> and thank you for listening to Paranormal Fridays. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>